on today's glossary, fast fashion is taking the world by storm. But also the dark side of the phenomenon. Cho Chiyun, good morning. Good morning, Alex. And so fast fashion is something that I've always been very interested about. Um, mm. But it's a term that's been used by fashion retailers to express how designs and manufacturing moves very quickly. Um, they use this kind of concept called quick response. Um, from the catwalk to the stores in order to capture the latest in fashion trends. Fast fashion clothing collections are based on the most recent fashion trends presented at those fashion weeks twice a year for the spring and summer and the fall and winter seasons. The emphasis of fast fashion is to optimize the supply chain to design and manufacture those hottest trends quickly and inexpensively, yeah. offering consumers with the latest fashions at affordable prices. This philosophy is used in large retailers such as H&M, Azara, Peacocks, and Topshop as well. This concept, um, as I mentioned, stemmed from a manufacturing model referred to as quick response, which was developed in the U.S. in the 1980s. And then it moved to a market-based model of what we now call fast fashion in the late 1990s and the first part of the 21st century. Zara has been at the forefront of this fashion retail uh, revolution, and their brand has almost become synonymous with the term. But there were other retailers who worked with this kind of concept before anyone called it fast fashion, such as Benetton. So what are the drawbacks? Well, fast fashion has also been referred to as disposable fashion since it takes the ideas from the runway and then delivers it to a mass market at cheap prices or relatively low prices. In contrast to fast fashion, there's slow fashion, um, which is blaming fast fashion for the pollution, both in terms of production of clothes and in the decay of synthetic fabrics. They also blame them for poor workmanship and emphasize fast friend, uh, trends over classic style. Fast fashion has also come under criticism for contributing to poor working conditions in developing countries because these companies are looking for cheaper labor. Uh, these days, the concept and its brands are also criticized for creating clothing waste. According to the Ministry of Environment in Korea, the daily amount of clothing waste amounted to 161.5 tons in 2008. That was a big amount in itself, and an annual 54,677 tons. But this increased by 32.4% to 213.9 tons in 2014, um, and this is mostly owing to this fast fashion craze. So let's take a look at the supply chain. Yes, well, um, let's just take an example of one company. So it starts in Vietnam because a dress is manufactured by a fast fashion company. It's made and distributed to other countries. It goes back to its logistics center, and then it's discarded in Korea. Um, the clothing then finds its way back to Vietnam, where it all started, because a lot of the Koreans actually export back or export secondhand clothing to Southeast Asian countries. And now these SPA brands usually find workshops in India, Cambodia, China, and Vietnam in order to cut labor costs. And the companies usually churn out new styles once or twice a month. 
So the Korean SPA market has also grown from 500 billion won in 2008 to 3.4 trillion in 2014. Wow. Hmm. These low prices make people grab for the clothes more easily once they're on the racks. But then once that trend has passed, people discard the clothes more easily as well because it wasn't too much of a big investment for them. I I didn't get the memo. I'm still wearing um, (laughs) mine from five years ago. Well, maybe yours is a classic then. (laughs) And such fast fashions are being criticized as the culprit of clothing waste, as I mentioned. Clothes are thrown out or sold as secondhand goods, and those clothes that are too worn out or torn are incinerated or buried. They say that some 80% of the clothing that are thrown out in Korea are exported back to the Philippines and other Southeast Asian countries. And they used to take a higher price for it, but then the prices have dropped because of heated competition. And the rest of the 20% are then distributed within Korea. Well, we learn something new every day, usually just after 7.30 a.m. with you. <laughs> Cho ji today's glossary. Thank you. Thank you, Alex.